0: Welcome to the Resco Radio Talk. Hi everyone, Ivan Stano here, your Resco Radio Talk host. In today's episode, I talk to Lucas Diaz, the managing partner at Ludia Consulting. We discuss what makes Ludia Consulting different and Lucas will also share a fascinating project that he and his team was part of when they fought COVID-19. Hi, Lucas. How are you today?
1: Hi, Ivan. Thank you. Very good. It's excited to be here and uh, it's exciting, exciting to be a part of the podcast. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much for accepting the offer and being part of today's episode.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: So I know about you, Lucas, that you've been in the Dynamics ecosystem for quite a long time, right? If that's fair to say. (laughs) And uh, you've been with a number of companies, but very close to the Dynamics 365 channel, the whole market uh, on both sides, I think, ERP and CRM. And now you have your own company, which is going to turn two years very soon, two years old, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy how time flies. But, yeah, absolutely. I've been doing Dynamics in one way or another for close to 15 years now. And it's been on the technical side, functional leadership, management, ISVs, partner relationships, you name it. But it's, it's all super exciting because we get to deal with the same group of people over and over. And so it feels like just a giant family every time that I we have a project or an engagement. And as part of launching Luria, right, that we saw a unique need in the partner channel to be able to help partners in very critical areas and making sure that we had successful projects for Microsoft because um, sometimes it just happens naturally that a project may it may need some extra assistance or extra help from experts, right? Some people who are very... Uh, subject matter experts with regards to a specific topic like let's say field service and come in and help and assist and also triangulate in between Microsoft the fast track team and uh, the product team right to be able to bring and have a good open communication for the benefit of the client we, we really saw that that was uh, missing mm-hmm. that's what we started with
0: Ludia so that was the the main motivation right you see the the, the opportunity there? A, a room for a new kind of player on the scene, and you went after it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the great part is that as being part of different partner organizations, eh, we were able to learn not only methodology, what works well, what doesn't, what is needed, eh, along with being able to give it our own flavor, right? Being able to know what was missing. And so everybody in the organization that joins uh, is really experienced, meaning guys with 10 plus years of experience just doing dynamics. So when we get into a a partner engagement uh, and work with Microsoft,
0: we're we're well known. And also we can provide feedback or value right away. Mm -hmm. One funny question, but where does the name Ludia Consulting come from? And I'm asking because one reason, because in my mother tongue, which is Slovak, Ludia means people and it's spelled exactly the same as the name of your company. So it literally in my language it means people consulting.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It is it's it's funny. It's actually part of our um, of our decks about who we are. It just happens to be that that we're combining names, we were we we're sending things around, we were starting in and we sat down and did this exercise about what is imperative to all of us. And what it really became or what we've been doing in our jobs has been working with people, right? Solutions are the second thing. We can have the best solution in the world, but if it is uh, the people are not making part of, of this solution and helping us take it to the next level, we have nothing. And so we'll give the same for our team, to our partner, but we also, there's a part, I, I don't think we've, we've uh, talked a little bit about this, but we also give back to our community, right? That's a huge part of everybody that joins our team, uh, that they have to give back to the community in the best way that they can, ideally through through the skills that we gain in the Dynamics community.
0: Mm-hmm. That's excellent. I really like that a lot. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. We're very proud
0: cool. of that. Good. So back on track. So you started Ludia Consulting because you see that opportunity. Uh, and I think it's it's fair to say that your approach as a dynamics partner is a little bit different to the traditional partners right so we have uh, isvs who have their own solutions such as resco and they're trying to to market it to the dynamics customers we have uh, the value-added resellers and we have the it services partners but pretty much all these groups are like trying to find new customers and uh, do kind of magic with uh, the Microsoft technologies for them. But your situation is, or your plan is a little bit different. Yes. Can you tell a little bit more about uh, how you see uh, the Ludia Consulting's business model?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, sometimes it's hard to understand because we're, we're some of the first ones that are doing this. But really what it is, is is about taking all of our knowledge that we've gotten and also specializing a little bit. We specialize in, in FNO, making sure that solution architecture is good. We specialize in CDS and CE with a big emphasis on field service and IoT and mobility. right? So those are areas that are really lacking in the partner community, a true, really experienced crew of guys that can do all the way from FNO to CE and field service lacking in the partner channel. So we, we decided to specialize on that. And we with us, we bring our, our the Microsoft product team relationships. Uh, funny enough, I was also part of when before field service used to be part of Microsoft, uh, we were working with the field one. So that's, that's how our history goes all the way back. But being able to get partners to have successful implementations in field service was a much needed area by Microsoft. So we also spoke with the leadership as part of creating Luria to make sure that we can fulfill that because there's a big area, and kind of interesting. So going along that vein is that field service is gonna to continue to grow. It's one of the most uh, growing industries that is supported by a lot of investment going on on IOT, uh, mobility, right, mobile device access, and also devices are just simply needing more service and are less serviceable And the scale to services. This, These devices this gets more and more complex every day. Mm-hmm. So we know what is happening in the market, and now we know what that is going to translate to field service, mobility, and all the work that we do. And partners are not necessarily um, employing a lot of, of folks or putting a lot of energy in that area. And that's where we come and help and, and take it to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. And getting those big deals, representing what this means to the customer.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so the- would it be fair to say that you're like an extra skilled team, that the partners can reach out to when they're having some gaps in their own, on their own teams and in their own practice? Would that be fair assumption?
1: Absolutely. They call us the, the black belt of uh, of the partner side, right? So we come in very specialized and, and help knock it out of the park. uh uh-huh. And uh, so far, eh, all the partner community, it's been really receptive and really positive about it. Once they know that we're not there to, to take the customer over, we're not there to, to point fingers. We're really there to
0: help everybody get to a better spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think personally that it makes a lot of sense because when I started my journey in Dynamics, it was called Dynamics CRM. It was this one solution, Right. Uh, pretty simple pretty siloed it was uh, it wasn't a rocket science to to learn in and out and uh, the whole solution from a to z and now uh i've been in the channel for a little over 10 years it's not even called crm anymore we have how many different dynamics applications right we have field service we have uh uh, IOT, we have uh, custom, well the whole customer engagement area, right? And it's just became so complex, so complicated. Lots of new technology. So I think it's creating a lot of pressure on partners to keep that, you know, like level A expertise in all these new areas because the situation has just gotten so much more complex and so more complicated. So I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So so speaking of that, that concept itself is super interesting because there's no silver bullet uh, with regards to dynamics and field service. That's what we saw. It. So in order for you to do proper invoicing, for example, out of an ERP system, you're going to need an integration. right? if it's coupled with dynamics, depending on the business processes, it works differently. So it takes a different route uh, or, or different um I would say kind of like a different flavor of field service. And that's what we specialize on in just literally getting this, this whole communication, uh, including mobility, uh, integrations, field service, ERP, everybody and all the reporting and thinking out of the box to make sure it works because you cannot just only do field service or you cannot just only do ERP and expect the two to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes perfect sense. Great. Uh, so if we fast forward a little bit, uh, so the company is going to be two years old.
1: Yeah. So
0: far, so good. So Does far, good. So far, so good. Yeah. Exciting journey.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, so sometimes you uh, you stay up late at night thinking of all the good things and the positive things, and also uh, kind of like we talked about, if you invest in the community, invest in your team invested in doing the right things for for clients and others um, good things happen right and trust develops and trust becomes our currency and that's what we we continue to grow so so speaking in the the future years we only expect this this area to continue to grow with dual right and things that Microsoft is doing to get CE and FNO a little bit more together and also even outside of Microsoft other ERPs are going into this direction, IoT continues to evolve. The mobility aspect and the, the ability to gather, and make decisions based on information will be greater than ever. So um, we believe. So our team, especially Luria, our goal is to to have a modest growth and make sure that we keep that the sauce, what we call, mm-hmm. a make sure that everybody, each one of our team members, continues to express the the things that we're rooted on, which is the people quality, and also trust with everybody that we work with.
0: Mm -hmm. So you keep on going, uh, bootstrapping and moving the the business forward uh, with the growth of field service, business, and industry forward, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so we expect – so this year we we, we started slow, but we doubled our team and our our whole goal in 2021 is probably at about, I would say – Grow about 50% uh, from a resource perspective, add some more folks. And now, especially as we're going in, in this crazy times of COVID, we've seen a spike in the need for for a skill set with regards to scheduling and, and creating applications uh, for COVID. So we actually expect the strength to continue uh, even
0: post COVID as well. So we're, we're mm-hmm. well
1: equipped uh, to handle the growth.
0: Mm-hmm. And COVID 19, we'll get there because I know you were involved in one really interesting project. So uh, we'll definitely get into it. Uh, but a few, few more things before we get to that interesting one. Uh, so I know that you're based in Portland, but you're probably scattered around the United States. Is, is it correct to say yes. that? Yeah. Okay, so you have people all around to be able to support uh, projects on different sides of the continent.
1: Absolutely. We we actually picked it kind of interestingly. We have Chicago, Florida, Denver, Portland, and we also have a uh, country of Cyprus. Uh, we're also now about to add some folks in California and South Carolina. So I think we have the entire U.S. pretty much covered. Uh, and as we continue to grow, the great part is that telecommuting is, is one of our uh, strength, right? And being able to communicate across distances and also service clients locally uh, based on the need. So, yeah, absolutely. We're spread all throughout.
0: That's great. And I guess the the key person in Florida would be Nilo and this show couldn't go without shouting out to Nilo, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been really working with us uh, on a number of initiatives, and he was a creator of the COVID-19 app, right? The, the self-checker that we did. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Yes, absolutely. He he's consistently persistent, which is great. That's
0: what we love. Yeah, Nilo is great. Hi, Nilo, if you're listening, yeah. sending regards. <laughs> great. Good. Uh, So let's now talk about what uh, we already mentioned before, the COVID-19. It literally changed uh, our lives and the lives of everybody around us, all around the world. And you were very active in fighting COVID-19 from the IT kind of point of view, right? Uh, And I also know that you were involved very, very closely with Microsoft to Working on on a number of different things, how to how to make that uh, that fight and turn it around, right? Make it easier a little bit for uh, for all the organizations, etc. So, can you can you tell tell me and uh, the listeners a little bit more uh, what that project was all about?
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you, Ivan. Uh, and one of the things that we have is that it, this this whole it's really a story. So I hope you're ready for some story time.
0: Oh, we, we're so ready for the story. I All love right. a great story. So.
1: so the story actually started many, many years ago, right? So I don't know if you remember a character by called Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. So he was in an interview, I think, as a Carson Daly show or something like that, something long time ago. And he, he they were interviewing about all these bad things happening in the world and he, he actually said that his father somebody in his family I don't recall was always saying instead of focusing on the, the issue always look for the helpers right So whenever you look at an issue on TV or you see CNN or Fox News whatever you watch and you see a scene always look for the helpers there's always people helping So when we we really personally I took it to heart, and same same with Andreas, and when COVID struck, we actually took a step back immediately. And instead of saying, you know what, you know the world's falling, and said, okay, what can we do? What can we do to donate our time and, and live by the core values that we have as as people and as a company? So we reached out to absolutely everybody. We started delivering flowers and stuff like that for people that could not have been. Uh, like parents that were sick or birthdays and things like that during our off hours. But we also did the same thing with our skills. So we reached out to Microsoft and see how could we help in any way possible, pro bono. Uh, One of the things that they took us upon is we got a call for New York State Department of Health, COVID-19 and antibody response testing. Um, It was an idea. And it was a process, uh, literally maybe a couple of sentences long. Uh, we took that idea with the team and created a whole business process and a whole application within seven days from conception to go live production, going through everything. And in uh, this solution, really include model-driven apps, uh, Canvas apps, re, uh, resource scheduling optimization, RSO at URS, and also communication with other external systems. And all of that was implemented in seven days. Now, the awesome part about it is now it became the template solution for the whole United States. And now what is happening is that this solution is being rolled out by Microsoft and and we're, we're collaborating on getting it to other states. So we donated our time. We had it. We, it was incredible hours. I think our, our time entries were 137 hours was the in a week. Mm-hmm. And that sort of deal. No sleep. Lots of Uber Eats. But uh, we were able to get it done uh, together with the team. And so it was actually reported in the news with the latest numbers, with the antibody testing, and the governor of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was fantastic it was a fantastic experience
0: that's incredible and just the idea that you went from from uh, first conception first idea to a uh, to a rollout in seven days is pretty amazing right yeah
1: it was it was pretty crazy because uh, i so i'm experienced with agile and in going rapid methodology but they I, I don't even know if this is agile this is like lightning speed and speed faster than the speed of light agile it was, it was mm-hmm. pretty crazy but exciting at the same time
0: mm-hmm. so could you tell me a little more like how these applications different applications are used so so that uh, uh i can imagine how it all works together
1: yeah yeah absolutely So so one of the parts is the the intake, right? The intake of the information. So when somebody self-checks themselves and says, I have a certain Mm -hmm. set of symptoms, then they can communicate to their provider and says, uh, let's say Blue Cross Blue Shield here in the States and being able to say, I want to get tested for antibodies. The, the provider then, so first of all, there's a portal app, right? A, a portal power app that basically allows you to check for symptoms. Then the next stage is being able to, to get upload your information uploaded into a model-driven app. So basically, in this case, the individual goes through a series of steps in being able to identify what the exposure has been. So we created a, a custom entities, custom... Uh, fields and, and data to be able to walk uh, somebody that gets uploaded by the provider to the next stage and to the following stage. Uh, we use Power Automate, which is incredible, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to go from one stage to the other and also update, for example, being able to pick hospitals. Uh, depending on the city that you're in, you may want to go to the closest hospital to you. So being able to take preferences like that into consideration and at the same time using Twilio to be able to communicate and send email and text communications to interact with that, quote unquote, patient. Mm-hmm. The next stage after the appointment was, was confirmed or created, we basically used RSO to find the next available uh, spot in different um, testing centers. So, some testing centers could only take 10, uh, 10 people at a time, some 20, some mm-hmm. 5. So, we set up capacities and a working hours to be able to put everybody in the right spot at the right time. The third part of it, which was pretty fascinating, was when this person came in, right, came into the center to get tested, we created a Canvas app that would actually scan a bar, uh, uh, a QR barcode. Code. Yeah, QR barcode. code, thank mm-hmm. you. And being able to determine what specifics were about this person or this individual and be able to proceed, take the sample itself, label it, and go back and put it into the system to know what the antibody count was. And all of this was doing Canvas apps plus model-driven apps and also communication layer to be able to have that communication with the patient. On top of that, we basically had uh, dashboards that we created to understand where we were at it with regards to the number of rebooked appointments, the, the positives or negatives that were being reported according to the population tested. And this data was the, what drove literally the New York response and being mm-hmm. able to send more testing kits or more uh, uh, testing centers within the New York state. It was, it was fascinating. It was, it, it was probably one of the best and most fruitful projects I've ever been to this part of my life.
0: That's that's really great. And thanks for explaining it in, in detail. This gives me a great, uh, great idea, like how it all works together. And you mentioned just before we start the recording some really, really amazing numbers, right? Like how many people uh, are actually using the system yeah. on a daily basis.
1: <laughs> yeah, it continues to increase, right? Because uh, New York State is 19.4 million. So uh, the first folks that get uh, scheduled uh, for antibody is obviously the first responders, uh, police, ambulance, doctors, nurses, and such. And so those there's a high population, and so we were uh, I believe we were shooting for about 500,000 a week um, to be able to test that massive amount of population. And so there were some serious considerations with regards to performance, and another one was security. As well, mm-hmm. right? We When we created this application, we almost had a middle tier uh, where the communication kind of had to stop before it moved to the next one. Uh, and, and there was some intricacies in there because we couldn't fail. If we failed, uh, all this information would become readily available for everybody. So it was, it was a lot of people, a lot of effort because it was a lot of impact and a lot of mm-hmm. performance and, and appointments that we needed to handle.
0: Wonderful! That's a that's a really great story, Lucas. Thanks a lot Thank for you. sharing it. Great, great! I think uh, I think this was this was really awesome, and uh, Lucas, uh, thanks a lot for for joining me today. Uh, it was really nice. I enjoyed the the twenty something minutes uh, we talked. I learned wow. a lot about uh, uh, Ludia Consulting. I have to say you have this great, super positive attitude. uh, (sighs) Thank you. Which is quite contagious. So I think Ludia Consulting has a bright, bright future. Uh, And uh, I know we're working on a number of things together. uh, So I look forward to cooperating with you, uh, your colleagues Nilo and the whole team of Ludia. Uh, and thanks again for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, and it's been an honor, and it's been a pleasure. Uh, one of the things that on the Resco side that is going to be super instrumental is uh, the great part is that if you have mobility and you're a field tech and you're exposed in some way to COVID or something like that, you're going to need Resco, right? And so look forward to creating to, to get more solutions uh, around this, right, and getting back to work and getting um, – basically everybody moving.
0: Yep. Sounds great. Awesome. Lucas, thank you very much and enjoy your day.
1: Hey, my pleasure. Thank you, Ivan. Thank you, see ya.